0: This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com
1: from Mac Morrison Gymnasium courtside here at Colonel Crawford High School, getting set for game number 14 for your Lexington Minutemen. As tonight, Lexington has a tough test. They come in to take on the 11 and 0 Colonel Crawford. Eagles. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, ready for some Saturday early evening basketball. And man, this is uh, one of the premier matchups in the area really this season. Uh, if you look across the board, uh, not a not a whole lot of matchups of this caliber this year around our area, but this is certainly one of the best as the 10-3 and Minutemen come in trying to lick their wounds a little bit from the loss last night to Ashland, a game in which Superstar All-Ohioan Luke Denbo got hot and scored his career high, 37 points. So the Minutemen have to come in tonight and try to rebound against an undefeated Colonel Crawford team, who is, uh, as I mentioned, they're 11-0, 7-0 in the Northern 10. Now, let's be clear right up front about it. Colonel Crawford is a very good, long, lanky, great basketball team, good at scoring the basketball, but they have not played nearly the caliber of schedule That Lexington has so that'll be interesting to see play out tonight as well. Lexington uh, very prepared for this game and uh, is just as far as their schedule goes Uh, and you know this is setting up to be a great one as it seems like Lexington only ever has to come to Colonel Crawford. Nobody, they, the Eagles never have to come to Lexington, it seems like. Uh, the last time they did was actually Cade Stover's senior year over at Lexington. Uh, and we called that game, actually. It was the first Lexington game that VSBN Radio ever did at Lexington High School. Um, so we've got a, a great one for you as Colonel Crawford has a really good standout point guard, Mason Studer, and it seems like every single team on Lexington's schedule has a great guard uh, leading the way for each team. you got Maurice Ware at at senior high. You've got Luke Denbo at uh, Ashland. Uh, You've got Andre Hill, great point guard over at Shelby. I mean, it just seems like every team the Minutemen play uh, just has a great – great point guard or a great shooting guard and Colonel Crawford no exception Studer going to be in all Ohio and, um, and they also have a great lanky senior on the wing 6'6 Carter Valentine who interestingly enough we saw play as a freshman when he played over at Galleon and then he moved to Colonel Crawford as a sophomore and has progressively grown into his role as a star on this ball club as well and he's very long and lanky standing right in front of us shooting around a little bit And uh, the Minutemen, if they can stop, now this is much easier said than done, but if they can hold Studer and and, uh, Valentine in check, I think the Minutemen may have an easy night. Now, if they let those two go off, similar to Sturry and Denbo last night, then the Minutemen are going to be in for a long night. Minutemen struggling to shoot the basketball of late. I mean, they came out roaring at the beginning of the year, just scoring on everybody, putting up huge offensive numbers and Lately, that has not been the case. Last night, they only scored 44 at home against Ashland after going to Ashland earlier in the year and scoring 73. So the Minutemen going to try to get things jump-started offensively tonight. They are without A.J. Young once again, who is out at, uh, in Las Vegas for another kicking camp. A.J. Young becoming one of the premier kickers in uh, Central Ohio, or North Central Ohio especially. Uh, so he is trying to rise up the ranks as a place kicker on the football field. And right now he is uh, not with the team this weekend. And we wish him the best of luck out in Vegas. We know he's doing a great job representing the Minutemen out there, but uh, Lexington certainly misses him on the basketball floor because A.J. Young really looks to shoot the ball. And a lot of the Lexington guards lately have not even really been looking to shoot. They're really playing kind of shy out around the uh, perimeter. So it would be nice to see uh, some of their guards step up tonight and try to get some uh, get some points up on the board. And uh, they're going to need them tonight if they want to get out of here with a win and give Colonel Crawford their first loss of the season. As we are down in the corner here, right next to the, uh, the Eagles' nest, the Colonel Crawford student section, and they're rowdy already. JB did win uh, by five but that game was even rowdy. It is packed in here at Mac Morrison Gymnasium. Really not a seat left in the gym.
2: Oh, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't find a close parking spot either. I mean, I thought I had to walk a mile to even get into the gym.
1: Yeah, uh, Colonel Crawford doesn't have the biggest parking lot to begin with, but uh, certainly definitely a hard spot to get tonight. And a pretty decent Lexington contingency made their way over tonight. Although they're kind of dispersed. There's some down in the far corner. There's some over here on this sideline. Seems seems to be no rhyme or reason to the away uh, fan section here. It's just kind of first come, first serve. So Lexington fans just kind of dispersed throughout the gym tonight. But obviously, uh, playing here at Colonel Crawford, the Eagles have a definite home advantage. And they have, uh, they have had one for years. As we're about five minutes away from tip-off, we will uh, take just a quick break and we'll come back for uniforms and starting lineups tonight as we've got a great one for you, the 10-3 Lexington Minutemen against the 11-0 home Colonel Crawford Eagles coming up on vsbnradio.com.
3: Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service
4: VP Electric of OH.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio.
3: Hear every play.
5: He's to the 30, through a hole, 25 20, 15, he's gone, 10 5 touchdown, Minutemen.
3: Catch every highlight.
5: AJ Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off. Baden Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands.
3: View exciting photos.
5: Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off.
3: Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen. Visit fearthevillage.com, a proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network.
1: Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball, on fearthevillage.com. This is
0: Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com.
1: Back here inside Mac Morrison Gymnasium, where we're getting set for game number 14 of the basketball season for your Lexington Minutemen. And they are getting uh, warmed up right now on the far end. And let's get you uniforms, as always, brought to you by A Material Girl.
7: Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com.
1: Uniforms tonight, Lexington going with the road gray unis tonight. Don't see them pull those out too often, but uh, they do from time to time. So the Minutemen with the dark gray road unis, purple letters and numbers, gold trim. They've got a little bit of purple and gold, uh, sort of almost like a checkered board striping going up the sides, and they've got the vintage Minuteman logo down on the sides of the shorts by the knee. The Colonel Crawford Eagles going with the home whites, and they've got uh, black letters and numbers, some gold trim. Actually, gold letters and numbers with some black trim, so reverse that. White jerseys, white pants, gold letters and numbers, black trim for the Eagles. So the white home unis, the dark gray road unis for Lex, as we get set for the national anthem here in uh, just a moment. Got about 30 seconds till that, though. So I've got to kill some time here for a second. And actually, now we're going to get straight to it. Here's the National Anthem from Mac Morrison Gymnasium inside Colonel Crawford High School. And the National Anthem means we're just that much closer to basketball here inside Colonel Crawford High School. Let's get you the starting lineups tonight for your Lexington Minutemen. They'll go with 6'3", senior forward Caden Eichler as well as 6'3 senior forward or I guess you could say uh, you could call Jack Depperschmidt a wing. Uh, Jack Depperschmidt one of the three captains on this ball club will get this start. Uh, the start. Uh, the point guard tonight for the men and men six foot senior Tyler Jackson the second of the three captains on this ball club and then down low the infamous duo Hudson Moore a 6'3 junior he is the third captain on this ball club and also rounding out the top five or uh, the starting five uh, 6'7 junior Baden Fora. For the Eagles they'll go with six foot senior star Mason Studer he'll run the point guard spot and he'll put up well, usually he puts up the most points for the Eagles. Either him or uh, Carter Valentine out on the wing, the 6'6 senior. Also starting for the Eagles, 6'4 junior Braxton Baker and six-foot senior Nolan McKibben. Down low for the Eagles, 6'3 senior Carson Fickner. So the Eagles bringing a little bit of size to match the Minutemen. Although most of the Eagles' size is out on the wing, they don't have a ton down low, really. They do not have an answer for Baden-Poreup or Hudson-Moore. The question is, can the Minutemen stop the length that the Eagles bring on the wing? Can they stop Valentine from getting hot? Can they uh, keep Studer in check? Those are the questions tonight that you have to ask of the Minutemen, and we'll see if they can get it done. It is the 11-0, Colonel Crawford Eagles. The 10-3 Lexington Minutemen, and we are right down here in the thick of things. It is loud here at Mac Morrison Gymnasium as we are right next to the student section and a lot of commotion down here where we're at. We are kind of in enemy territory tonight here at Colonel Crawford as legendary coach Joe Baylog sitting right next to us, of all people. So here we go, Lexington will jump it up and they'll move left to right as we see it. And we're just about set to get underway here at Mack Morrison Gymnasium. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com, and man, this is gonna be a fun one. Baden-Forp will jump it up against Carter Valentine and the Eagles win the tip and here comes Studer to start things off for Colonel Crawford. He's got it top of the three-point line, gets it to the elbow to Fickner, Fickner. Dribbles up top, he's stuck now. And now he has to get it to the far wing. Now up top, Valentine with it. Valentine skips it into the far corner. Fickner being guarded by Baden-Forup. Fickner drives up top, hands it off. Studer, he's gonna pull a three on the wing. That's in and out, no good. Rebound, Hudson-Moore. And here come the Minutemen with the basketball for the first time tonight. Tyler Jackson with it near mid-court. He gets it, Caden Eichler on the near wing. Caden up top to Hudson-Moore. He's gonna take it to the far wing, gets it to Tyler Jackson, and an entry pass to Baden Forup. He was fouled as he caught the pass, and that'll be foul number one on Fickner. And actually, no, they're gonna get Nolan McKibben with that foul. Tyler Jackson will inbound underneath his own hoop. Gets it into Eichler, up top to Hudson Moore. Near wing, Jack Depperschmidt into the corner. Tyler Jackson dumps it down. Hudson Moore on the near block, kicks it out to Jackson. And Tyler Jackson couldn't handle the pass there. A little miscommunication between Hudson Moore and Tyler Jackson. Ball goes out of bounds back to the Eagles.
2: Yeah, that's what Lex is going to have to do. They're going to have to limit turnovers if they want to get out of here with a win.
1: No score yet. Here comes Studer, hard down the lane. He gets all the way into the lane, and he had to throw it up over baden If He missed it. Ball was tipped out, though, to Valentine, who shoots a three no good. Big rebound by baden up there, and here come the Minutemen. And it is obvious. Even on only the second possession, Nick, it's going to be really hard for Colonel Crawford to get around the rim tonight with the basketball.
2: Especially if Valentine's shooting threes.
1: Jack Depperschmidt with it on the near wing up top. Eichler to Moore. Far wing now, Tyler Jackson. Back up top, Jack Depperschmidt with it. He's going to drive and get it into the far corner. Jackson dumps it down. baden up on the far block. He's going to work in the lane, and he puts it up and in. In the middle of the lane, baden Forup starts the scoring for the Minutemen tonight. They're up 2-0. to zero. Here comes Studer, right in front of us, near wing. He's going to try to get into the lane, kicks out Valentine. Another three-point attempt. That one's no good, but Studer there to get the rebound. Baden for it, packs it all the way out to the three-point line. And the Minutemen get a steal. Here comes Caden Eichler. He's going to go up and lay it in on the right side. Minutemen up four to zero. The length of Lexington, definitely something Colonel Crawford has not seen this year yet. Aiden Forup with a monster block there. Out of nowhere, too. He kind of just flew across the lane. Studer kicks it out of three-pointers. That one's short again for the Eagles, but they tracked down another rebound as that one was Braxton Baker. Up top, Valentine with it being guarded by Hudson Moore. Valentine trying to get into the lane. He does. He's going to shoot a fadeaway, and he missed it again. Aiden Forup rebounds. Here comes Tyler Jackson.
2: And no boards for Colonel Crawford quite yet. They can't seem to get around the length.
1: Tyler Jackson gets it to Eichler. Now back to Jackson, far wing. Tyler Jackson takes a screen. He's going to drive hard down the lane. He kicks it out. Caden Eichler thought about a three, and he's going to travel as he pump faked and then took a dribble, but he uh, stepped before the dribble. Four to zero, minute bend, and Colonel Crawford gets the ball back. Studer will walk it up the floor. We've only played three minutes, and Studer looks exhausted already. As he throws a pass to Fickner, and it goes way over him. And the Minutemen are there to pick it off. Here comes Tyler Jackson walking it up the floor. He gets it in to Hudson-Moore on the elbow, near elbow. Hudson going to try to get into the lane. Now he's cut off. Now he's going to pull up from eight feet. He missed it hard off the back of the rim. Rebound Jack Depperschmidt. Depp going to kick it out. Hudson-Moore. He's going to pump fake and drive in. Lays it up, and he missed a layup on the left side. And on the rebound... Ball was tipped out of bounds by Caden Eichler, and it's going to stay with the Eagles, as Hudson-Moore is never going to have a layup more open than that. He tried to slap the backboard there, it looked like, and he kind of got stuffed by the rim. 4-0 to zero Minute Men. 4.35 to go first quarter. Studer gets it near elbow to Fickner right in front of us. He gets it up top to Baker. Baker. Gets it into the far corner, now back up to Studer, now back into the corner, McKibben, or excuse me, Uh, yeah, McKibben gets it out to Valentine, who's going to drive baseline, goes up off the glass, it's short, rebound, falls out to Fickner, it's still loose though, Fickner picks it up, gets it out to Baker, Baker on the far wing, he's going to drive baseline, Baker, is gonna step out of bounds right in front of us on the baseline here as we're down in the corner we got a great view especially for the second half nick oh yeah absolutely this game comes down to the buzzer and lexington gets a win we're gonna see it right here in front of us that'll be exciting
2: and yeah, this lineup lex has right now elijah hudson hudson checked in for tyler jackson so that Le- lexington's real long right now
1: jack depperschmidt up top with it he's gonna get it to elijah hudson on the far wing elijah drives in now he's gonna shoot a step back 15 footer short no good Rebound falls to Valentine. Carter Valentine throws a full court pass to Studer. Studer on the far wing trying to get into the lane. He does. He kicks out right in front of us. Baker for three. That is no good. Studer with a follow rebound tip in. And Colonel Crawford on the board. Man, it gets loud in here. <laughs> 3.30 to go. First quarter, Minutemen up 4-2. to two. Jack Depperschmidt far sideline with it. He's going to bring it around the arc now. Now he's going to step and uh, step in and pull up a three. That's no good. Rebound Valentine. Carter Valentine bringing it up the floor. He's on the near wing right in front of us. He's going to shoot a – no, he kicks it far side. McKibben for three. That's no good. Rebound Caden Eichler as it tipped out of bounds. And they're going to say it was off of Caden Eichler right in front of us. And Colonel Crawford will keep the ball. And they'll inbound ten feet away from us right here. Studer comes to inbound the basketball. Studer gets it in to Nolan McKibben. Up top to Studer. Studer thought about a three, now he's gonna dribble. Brings it up top towards midcourt. court Studer gets it into the far corner. Fickner being guarded by Baden-Forup in the corner, still hands it off to Studer. Studer's gonna pull a three, that is no good. Rebound Elijah Hudson. Everything Colonel Crawford shooting right now is contested. When it's rolling right around the rim, too. Jack Depperschmidt gets it far wing to Caden Eichler. Up top, Elijah Hudson. Near wing, Hudson Moore. Hudson. He's going to get into the lane. Hudson Moore going to go up off the left side. Missed a left-handed layup. And he rips back the rebound, and we're going to have a jump ball underneath as he tied up Carter Valentine. It'll stay with the Minutemen on the uh, possession arrow there. Minutemen up four to two with the basketball underneath their own hoop. And Little Depp, Alex Stepper Schmidt checks in. He's gonna inbound to Elijah Hudson. Elijah down the lane, he's on the right side, goes up off the glass, it's in and out, rebound. Tipped out of bounds and it's gonna go to the Eagles off of Hudson Moore. Four to two, 2.09 to go first quarter been a low-scoring one.
2: Pace has been great, though, so far. Both teams getting up and down the floor really well. But, I mean, Colonels had a lot of looks, but like you said, they just contested every time.
1: Here comes Studer flying down the floor, being guarded by Gage Potter now as the Minutemen go from their longest lineup to a shorter lineup, and now we've got a push on Gage Potter. Man, Studer does look kind of gassed already, doesn't he? He really is. Yeah, he's he is huffing and puffing already. And we're only six minutes into this game, but he does so much for this Eagles ball club, and the Minutemen, of course, are keying in on him, so nothing's easy. Carter Valentine with the ball. He gets it near wing to McKibben. Nolan McKibben gets it in to uh, Jacob Maddy, who just checked in, the 6'5 junior. Maddy gets it out to Studer. Over to McKibben right in front of us on the wing. Up top, Studer. Studer. Back to McKibben. Wide open for three on the near wing. He missed that one. Long rebound comes to Alex Stepperschmidt. And here come the Minutemen. Up 4-2, to one thirty to go first quarter. Little Depp is going to take it by Studer. Gets into the lane. Little Depp puts up a floater. It's in and out. Rebound Elijah Hudson puts it back up. He was blocked. Ball is saved, and it's going to be saved all the way out the midcourt and out of bounds. Man, how about Little Depp getting into the lane there? But none of these shots are falling for either team. Everything seems to be in and out on both ends of the floor. So Hudson Moore sat down for about four seconds, and he's back in for baden up, Four to two, Minutemen up by two. 1.19 to go first quarter, Minutemen basketball. Ball comes in to Little Depp. Alex Stepperschmidt going to be uh, dribbling against Derek Horsley here, who just checked in for the Eagles. Little Depp takes it far sideline. He's going to step into a three. That's an air ball, and it's going to go out of bounds. Alex did hit two of those last night, but uh, that one was nowhere close. That was a good two feet short of the rim. Here comes Studer. Minutemen men just kind of putting on a pesky full-court press just for Studer, though. Under a minute to go, first quarter. Minute been up 4-2. to two. Horsley with the basketball up top. He gets it to Maddie. Maddie, far wing to Baker, and underneath, we're going to have an offensive foul, I think, on Studer, or maybe it is. Yep. Trying to get away from Gage Potter. Gage Potter face guarding him, and Studer pushed off to get away there. That's his first foul. Yeah. 52 seconds to go.
2: And Potter really being a pesk on
1: defense already. And that's really his role. Come off the bench and pester the uh, – the point guard for any team we're playing. Tyler Jackson back into the game, gets the ball to Hudson Moore on the far wing. Hudson up top to Gage Potter. Near wing, Elijah Hudson with it. Elijah gonna drive baseline. He's gonna stop and pop from 12 feet, he got it! Elijah (laughs) Hudson in the scorebook. Minutemen up six to two. Studer with the basketball. 25 seconds to go in the first quarter. Colonel Crawford may try to hold here for the last shot, and that's fine with the Minutemen because if they do, there's no way the Minutemen can leave this quarter trailing. Ten seconds left. Studer dribbling near midcourt. Studer attacks. He's going to get into the lane, and he's going to be fouled, and that's not a bad foul no. to give there for the Minutemen. They've only committed two fouls now, and both are on Gage Potter, and you'll live with that. Yeah, for sure. Now there's only 4.9 seconds to go in the first quarter. Caden Eichler is going to come back in for Gage Potter.
2: Well, now Studer Actually, to he's going to come in for Jackson. Well, Studer has to take it out of bounds now, so he can't really get a full head of steam to get an open look. That was a
1: great foul by Gage Potter there, and he's still in the game. Four seconds left. Inbound comes to Maddie, who puts it up off the glass and in as he got right behind Baden-Forp, and a steal, and a layup at the buzzer by Studer. Well, so they score on the inbound, and then Studer steals the inbound. And lays it in at the buzzer. Six to six after one at Colonel Crawford on fearthevillage.com.
4: BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BPElectricOfOH.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor of Lexington Basketball on VSBN Radio. This is former Minuteman Nick Leisure, and you're listening to Lexington Basketball on VSBNRadio.com.
2: Back here inside Mac Morrison Gymnasium,
1: a.k.a. Colonel Crawford High School. Where it is six to 6-6 six after one quarter. Minutemen really, though, dominant in that first quarter, especially defensively. Colonel Crawford scored more points in five seconds at the end of the quarter than they did the rest of the quarter. He scored four points to end the quarter in five seconds. And uh, the quarter ends 6-6. Six to six. As we get set to start the second quarter, Colonel Crawford basketball comes into Studer, and he'll walk it up the floor. Studer with four points. Gets it to Valentine. Valentine going to pull up a tough Ooh. shot from the elbow. That's good. And I think – I know Valentine's a great player, but there's no way he expected to make that shot. Hudson-Moore was inside his jersey. Yeah. 8-6, to six. you'll live with that if you're the Minutemen. Ball comes near wing, Caden Eichler. Eichler going to get it up top to Hudson-Moore. Far wing, Gage Potter with it. Potter on the wing. Up top, 8-4 up near wing, Alex Depper-Schmidt. Little Depp up top to Hudson Moore. Hudson gets it far wing, Caden Eichler. Eichler going to drive, goes up off the glass. He missed it, but he was fouled. And Caden Eichler will head to the
2: line for two shots. Well, back to that shot from Valentine. He just gets so so much elevation. I mean, he's already a tall kid listed at 6'6", but then he jumps so high up on his jumper, he gets so much separation. And he was due to hit one eventually. Caden Eichler
1: coming off of a great night last night against Ashland. And he hits the first free throw. He gets another one. Second free throw for Caden. Nothing but net. So Caden Eichler now in the scorebook with two points. Actually, he's got four now. Minutemen tie it back up at eight. Seven minutes to go, second quarter. Studer with the basketball in midcourt. He drives and kicks to Baker. Baker kicks to Studer. Studer on the far wing, bringing it around the arc, now near wing. McKibben thought about a three, gets into the lane. He's going to try to throw a pass. It's tipped and stolen. baden up tipped it. Hudson-Moore grabbed it. Here comes Tyler Jackson with the basketball. Jackson bringing it around the arc. Gets it into the near corner. Depper Schmidt. Depper Schmidt drives. Pulls up a 15-footer at the elbow. No good. Rebound baden Forup. He's going to spin and go right back up with it and in with a right hand. Right in the middle of the lane. baden Forup gives the Minutemen men the lead. And he's got four now. Ten to eight. Studer with the basketball far wing. He drives right down the lane. He kicks it out to Fickner. Fickner. Going to dribble out, and he throws a pass to nobody. And here comes Tyler Jackson to steal it. Tyler down the floor. He's going to lay it up, and he missed it. And I find it hard to believe that Tyler Jackson wasn't fouled there, and they're going to call an over the back on Baden-Forp trying to get the rebound.
2: I say no way Fickner
1: didn't foul him. I mean. Wow, that's tough. That's a tough no-call for Tyler Jackson as he missed the layup, and there was no foul called. And then on the rebound, Baden-Forp gets called for an over-the-back. So three fouls on each team. 6-10 to go, second quarter. It is Lexington 10, Colonel Crawford 8, and Studer with the basketball. He gets it up top to Valentine. Back to Studer, a handoff. Studer being given no room to breathe here. Studer drives, kicks to McKibben, and he's going to miss a corner three. Rebound, Baden-Forp gets it out to Tyler Jackson and Nick. This team would really not be much without... Studer and Valentine as Colonel Crawford pull – or excuse me, Caden Eichler pulls a uh, 16-footer on the far wing, and he missed it, and on the rebound, another foul. And this is going to be on Tyler Jackson. Huh.
2: Well, yeah, and like you said, back to Colonel, I mean, Studer and Valentine have to work – I mean, especially Studer, he's got to work so much to get other guys open shots, and Colonel's just not hitting them right now.
1: Yeah, they're really not helping Studer out here. Now against the team in the Northern Ten – Studer can probably beat most of those teams by himself. Yeah, But Lexington is not in the Northern 10. As Studer gets it to Valentine up top. Carter Valentine, he's gonna shoot a step back three. That's long, no good. Rebound, Jack Depperschmidt. Depp gets it ahead to Elijah Hudson, who just checked back in. Elijah gonna skip it near wing, Tyler Jackson. Jackson gonna set up a play here at mid court. Tyler gets it to the wing to Eichler. Back to Tyler Jackson. Up top, Elijah Hudson. Elijah's going to drive hard. Now he's going to pull up a baseline jumper. That's short, no good. Kate Eichler there, though, to track down the rebound. Gets it up top, Hudson Moore. Minute men up 10-8 with the basketball. Hudson Moore's going to drive. Pulls up a uh, 17-footer on the baseline. That's long, no good. A rebound comes down to the Eagles, and here comes Studer again. Studer trying to get into the lane. He does, and... He's going to put it up and in over Tyler Jackson who tried to take a charge but didn't get the call. Ten to ten, Studer with six now. And here come the Minutemen. Tyler Jackson gets it to Elijah Hudson, bringing it near wing, Caden Eichler. Up top, Tyler Jackson. Gets it to the wing to Depperschmidt. Jack Depperschmidt into the corner to Elijah Hudson. Out to Depp, up top, Caden Eichler. Eichler dumps it in to Hudson Moore. Uh, just outside the elbow, back to Caden Eichler, who drives baseline, puts up a layup, missed another one. Man, the minute have <sighs> missed a ton of layups so far in this ballgame. 10-10, to 10, here comes Studer down the lane, and he's going to be fouled. And they're going to call
2: it on the shot, and Studer's going to get to the line for two shots. Man, and Lex almost getting to the rim at will. I mean, they're getting whatever shots they want. They just can't finish around the rim right now. That's true. I mean, This ball
1: game, if you just watch the game itself, you can definitely tell Colonel Crawford is earning every single chance they get. Meanwhile, the Minutemen, like Nick said, are getting to the rim just about every single time, and they just simply can't hit a layup. It's unbelievable as Studer missed the first free throw. That's a rarity for him. Back to the line. He shoots the second one. Missed another one. Hard off the back of the rim. Rebound Caden Eichler. 4.05 to go. Second quarter. Tied at 10. And here come the minute men. Gage Potter with it. Gage dribbling near midcourt. He is going to get it to the far wing to Hudson Moore. Hudson up top to Baden Fora. Baden near wing Caden Eichler. Eichler going to dribble, now he gets into the lane Kicks to Hudson-Moore, Hudson-Moore down the lane Dumps it off, Baden-Forup going to lay it up It might have been blocked And a rebound comes to Carter-Valentine Valentine looking ahead, and Maddie underneath the rim Pump fake, and he goes up and lays it in Jacob Maddie back into the ball game And he gets a quick bucket off the bench He's got four Minutemen down by two again 12-10, to 10, 3.20 to go In the second quarter, Gage Potter with it on the wing Gets it to Baden-Forup baden Forap. baden Trying to go through a double team, and he's going to be fouled by Fickner. As any time baden up catches the basketball, there are just arms flailing around all around him, just trying to swipe at the basketball. It's almost like watching Shaquille O'Neal. You could argue Baden gets fouled every time oh he touches goodness, the ball. Oh, my
6: goodness,
1: yeah. minutemen down two with the basketball here. That's the fourth team foul on Colonel Crawford. Gage Potter will inbound to Hudson-Moore. Up top, Gage Potter gets it back, swings it to Elijah Hudson. Elijah driving into the lane, kicks out to Caden Eichler. Eichler going to take a screen and drive around the arc, now gets into the lane, kicks near side, Gage Potter for three. That's long, way off, no good, and the rebound goes off of Fickner. And it'll stay with Lex way down deep in the far corner, completely opposite end of where we're standing. Three minutes to go on the dot here in the second quarter. Minute men been down 12 to 10. But really they should be up, they should have 20 points oh, by yeah. now. Maybe more just on missed layups. Caden Eichler with the basketball, he drives, kicks near wing, Gage Potter. Gage up top to Caden Eichler, far wing, Hudson Moore. Hudson looking underneath the Baden-Forp, he's gonna turn and pull a 12-footer on the baseline. It's no good, rebound comes to uh, Baker. Baker down the floor, gets it to Fickner. Fickner hands it off to Valentine. Valentine trying to work against Hudson Moore. Kicks it near side. Baker for three. It's in and out. Rebound. Aiden Forp went way up to get that one. And here comes Caden Eichler. They'll get it to Gage Potter, who sets it up at midcourt. 12 to 10, and we're only 2.15 away from halftime. Gage Potter gets it far wing. Elijah Hudson's going to penetrate, and he pulls up from about eight feet, and he Ooh. gets the roll. Elijah Hudson now with. Four points for the Minutemen, yeah. and they tie it back up. That one hit every part of the rim before it went in. Studer down the floor for the Eagles. He's going to walk it up, and he gets around Gage Potter. He's going to pull a three at the top of the three-point line, and he hit it. So Studer now with nine, and the Eagles with their biggest lead of the night, 15-12. to 12. Gage Potter with the basketball. He's gonna take a screen and bring it to the near wing. Potter, back up top to Elijah Hudson. Elijah's gonna stop and pop from the elbow and he hit another one. Elijah Hudson with six points. Minutemen down one, One thirty to go first half. Studer with the basketball. Studer dribbling against Gage Potter, loses the basketball and what a play by Caden Eichler to dive on the basketball and get a timeout for the Minutemen. Studer lost the ball, and Caden Eichler came flying in to grab it, diving. And they get the timeout. And with 1.16 to go in the first half, it'll be a 30-second timeout. Minutemen trailing 15-14. Got to 14.
2: make layups, Nick. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Lex kind of really beating themselves right now. Missed a lot of layups. I mean, they're getting open looks. And even from the perimeter, they're getting some open open shots, and they're just not hitting them right now. But... Defensively, I mean, they're containing Carter Valentine so far, Studer's gonna get his just by getting to the rim and, and, and transition, but other than that, Lex, like you said, he's gotta make some layups, and I mean, they're up double digits right now. Easily, if they if Lexington hits their layups, they're up
1: 25 to 14 right now. But they haven't, and instead, they're down 15 to 14. I guess I should say if they hit their layups, they're up probably 26 to 15. Instead trailing by one. Jack Depperschmidt with the basketball on the far wing. He's going to get it in to Caden Eichler at the elbow. He turns, shoots a little 10-foot push shot. No good, rebound Baden-Forp. He goes right back up off the glass and in and gives the Minutemen the lead back. One minute to go, second quarter. Baden now with six points. Here comes Studer with a full head of steam. Into the lane, dumps it off to Maddie who kicks it out, Valentine a deep three on the wing, that's short no good, rebound Studer, and he's gonna put it up and in, and he's fouled. Kid's tough, man, I mean, does a little bit of everything. So Studer now with 11 points, and literally doing everything for Colonel Crawford. Without him, this, this would be an ugly one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's the uh, usually the story here at Colonel Crawford, they've always got a great point guard. Studer to the line. He's 0 for 2 tonight. Hits that one, though. And the Eagles back up by 2. 45 seconds to go. 18 to 16. Jack Depper-Schmidt will walk it down the floor for the Minutemen. He's going to take a screen and bring it to the near wing. Gets it into the corner to Eichler. Out top, Elijah Hudson. Pump fakes, drives into the free throw line. Pulls up from 15 feet. No good. Rebound, Valentine. Outlet to Studer, and here come the Eagles. 25 seconds to go. Studer going to walk it up here. Has it right in front of us on the near sideline. Studer going to be double teamed now. He's driving. He gets it underneath to Maddie. Maddie kicks it out to Studer. Studer going to pull a contested three. That's long, no good. Rebound. Falls to Fickner. He's going to drive. He's blocked as he shot it against Caden Eichler. And Baden-Forbes going to get up a full court heave. And it was a foot short. And that is how the first half will end. 18-16, to Minutemen trailing by two at the end of the first half. And when we come back, we'll have stats from the first half. And we'll have uh, scores from around north-central Ohio as well. 18-16, to Minutemen down two here at Colonel Crawford on fearthevillage.com.
7: Do you want to be stylish, keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl Clothing Boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Uniforms on fearthevillage.com.
4: com proud to be the presenting sponsor of lexington basketball on vsbn radio locally owned and operated the
3: life support team is north central ohio's premier medical service providing emergency non-emergency and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day seven days a week their paramedics and emts provide the highest quality care in your time of need if you need medical transportation call the life support team If you want to become a member of the LifeSport team, give them a call. 419-522-2020.
4: Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker, Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hear every play.
5: He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown,
3: Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it
5: across midcourt, dumps it off, Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands!
3: View exciting photos.
5: Kate Nykler goes up and picks it off!
3: Everything you need to stay up-to-date on the Lexington Minutemen. Visit FearTheVillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network.
1: Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington, with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. .co. Complete access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen basketball on fearthevillage.com. This is
0: Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com.
1: Halftime here at Mac Morrison Gymnasium, where the Lexington Minutemen are trailing 18-16 to 16 at the current moment. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazor back with you on fearthevillage.com. And uh, before we do anything else, Nick has halftime stats for you. Nick? Yeah,
2: I mean, kind of a better second quarter than the first quarter. First quarter not as exciting, but some more scoring there in the second. Uh, like Corey said, Colonel leads at the Minutemen 18-16. Uh, leading scorer, leads all scores. Mason Studer, he's got 12 points. He's 5 of 10 from the field with four rebounds. Uh, other scorers here for Colonel Crawford, Carter Valentine with two. But he's also got seven rebounds, but hes it seems like he's the only one that's able to clean up the boards right now for the Eagles. Also, Jacob Matty with four points off the bench, and that's all you're scoring there for the Colonel Crawford Eagles so far. Uh, for the Minutemen, Caden Eichler, he's got four points, three rebounds following up. Another uh, another great performance last night, so uh, hopefully he can keep up his production and ramp up this second half. He's doing a great job on defense so far tonight. Uh, Jack Depperschmidt. Yet to get in the scoring book, but he's got two points. I mean, two rebounds. Excuse me. Uh, Elijah Hudson, three of eight from the field, with six points and two rebounds. Played 11 minutes in that first half, so uh, good to see him get the ball in the hoop and get a little bit of scoring going. Uh, baden Forp with six points and six rebounds, so well on his way to his average of 16 and eight so far in the first half. And then uh, Hudson yet to get in the score book, 0 for three from the field, but he's got a couple rebounds. Uh, Lexington shooting 7 of 27 from the field, 26 percent. I mean, they've probably missed 15 layups, I mean, right at the rim. They're they're right in position, they just got to make some layups, and like Corey said, we're up 10 in this first half if we make our layups. 0 for 4 from, from 3, and they're 2 for 2 from the free throw line. But they're taking care of the ball, only 4 turnovers so far. Colonel not really applying a full-court press just because the length of the Minutemen can beat Colonel up and down the floor. They kind of want to make it a half-court game and slow, slow Lex down in the post. Overall, but, I mean, Colonel Crawford, one of 14 from three so far tonight. So uh, I'd imagine in the second half, they're going to get some of those threes to fall. Lex has got ready to be ready to defend the three-point line and come out of here with a victory in this. I mean, it's a tough place to play. Crowd gets loud. Fans are right on top of you. So... I mean, it's a tough environment, fun environment to be in, though, and I think if Lex just feeds the post and gets, gets some open layups, well, they're getting open layups. He's got to make them. They'll be just fine going on in the fourth quarter or third quarter. Absolutely. Let's try to get you some scores from
1: around north-central Ohio. As let's see here, Mount Vernon. By the way, pretty much everything tonight, non-conference, especially around... Uh, the OCC, Mount Vernon trailing uh, Olin Tangy Berlin, 22 to 18 at half. It is, uh, actually Mount Vernon is winning that game 22 to 18 at halftime. It is upper Sandusky 34, Kenton 19, and Carey leads Bluffton 33, 23 at half. Uh, one final already from today, Monroeville beat New London 60 to 31 over in the uh, Firelands Conference. A lot of good matchups tonight though. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Willard will play Tiffin-Columbian. By the way, Lexington heads to Tiffin next Saturday night, a week from tonight, and they'll play Columbian. That should be a great matchup. Uh, West Holmes plays Maysville tonight. Elgin and Crestline, that'll be a good one from uh, over at Crestline. We'll have the call for you on the uh, Game of the Week channel with Nick Michaels. Ontario travels to Ashland tonight. Western Reserve takes on Plymouth. South, uh, South Central heads to Mapleton. Mount Gilead hosts River Valley. That's sort of an awkward uh, matchup. I don't remember Mount Gilead and River Valley ever playing in basketball, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Arcadia travels to Seneca East, and Sandusky hosts Fremont Ross tonight. But, of course, with this being a 6.30 tip-off, a little bit of an early tip tonight here at Colonel Crawford, not a whole lot going on tonight so far around north-central Ohio. As we've got uh, just over a minute to go until second-half action, Lexington trails Colonel Crawford 18-16. Colonel Crawford is 11-0 right now. They are 7-0 in the Northern 10 Conference. And Lexington is 10-3 and 5-2 and and in the OCC, both of their conference losses coming against Ashland and Worcester. Although they did split with Ashland, they've got a rematch against Worcester coming up. Here in a few weeks on a Tuesday night. I believe that is the final Tuesday night game of the year for Lex. They only have two more Tuesday games. One of those is this Tuesday at Madison. And then that final Tuesday game of the year, Lexington will host Worcester. So we're just about set for second half action here at uh, Mac Morrison Gymnasium. Colonel Crawford High School. Should be a great finish. As right now, Colonel Crawford with an 18-16 lead. Lexington will start the second half with the basketball, and they'll be coming right towards us. We've got the perfect view tonight of second half action. Corey Durbin, Nick Laser, with you, FearTheVillage.com, and here we go. Second half is underway, Jack Depperschmidt with the basketball. He's going to get it to the far wing to Caden Eichler. Eichler dumps it in and a pass to Hudson Moore is right off his hands and out of bounds and Nick catches the basketball there with his quick cat-like reflexes. He's about to hit all of our stuff. That would have been catastrophic. Well, we're doomed down <laughs> here where we're sitting. If Baton Forp comes flying into the table oh, it's here. it's over with. Yeah, our lives are over. So. We'll probably die. Colonel Crawford with the basketball. It's Baker to McKibben, up top to Fickner. Fickner hands it off. Studer. Studer gets it to Fickner. And Fickner going to dribble now, and he's going to dribble to the near wing and hand it off to McKibben. McKibben dribbling around, gets it up top to Valentine. Carter Valentine on the near wing now, gets down the lane, puts it up off the glass, and he gets the bounce. 20-16, to Colonel Crawford, I believe this is their biggest lead of the night of four. Seven minutes to go, third quarter. Caden Eichler with it on the far wing. Up top, Hudson Moore. Near wing, Tyler Jackson. Jackson, and there's going to be a foul underneath as Jack Depperschmidt got (laughs) run over trying to set a screen there.
2: Yeah, Fickner knew it was coming, and he dipped his shoulder hard. And Jack not happy about it. Gives (laughs) Fickner a little stare down there. That's why I love Jack. I mean, he's not, the, he's not the biggest kid on the floor, but he'll stare you down and let you know. Tyler
1: Jackson inbounds right here in front of us to Jack Depper-Schmidt. He'll dump it down Baden-Forp. He's going to try to get into the lane as it tipped away by Studer, and here come the Eagles. Studer down the floor on the right side. He's going to attack, and now he's got to back it out. Now he's going to spin back baseline. Dumps it off to Fickner down the lane, and the minute mid.
5: Tyler Jackson's going to take a charge on Fickner. What a play, and that's his third foul.
1: And the one big man on the floor for the Eagles has three fouls now. And Maddie. Jacob Maddie's going to have to check back in here. But actually, Maddie hurt the Minutemen yeah. more than Fickner did in the first half. Yeah, but it's for sure. nice to get the Eagles into foul trouble here early in the third quarter. Tyler Jackson with a basketball. He's going to bring it. And he's going to bring it to the top of the three. Point line and hit a three. Tyler Jackson gets into the score Minutemen down one as he was bringing it around the arc and just kind of stopped and popped there. 20-19. to 19. Valentine with the basketball on the far wing. Gets into the lane, kicks out to Maddie. Up top to Baker. Near wing, McKibben. Into the corner, Studer right on the near side. Studer drives in. Kicks cross court. Baker for three. That's in and out. Rebound, a great one by Tyler Jackson. And Jack Depper Schmidt will take the outlet and bring it up the floor for the Minutemen. He brings it. To the far wing. Jack is going to drive into the lane. He kicks out to Eichler. Eichler steps in and he kicks it out. Hudson Moore pass was stolen away by Valentine. Valentine dribbling near midcourt. Has it swiped from behind by Tyler Jackson. And he is playing a heck of a second half already. Tyler with a rebound to steal. And he took a charge all in about two minutes here so far in the second half. And he hit a three as well. Tyler Jackson with the basketball. Minutemen down one. Tyler gets it far wing to Hudson-Moore. Dumps it down underneath Baden-Forp. Couldn't handle the pass. Minutemen just have some butterfingers tonight. And here comes Studer with the basketball. He drives and gets into the lane. Studer falls down, and he stepped Mm. on the back of Hudson-Moore's foot. Hudson
2: didn't even even know
1: Studer was there, and they're going to call a foul on Hudson-Moore. That's unfortunate because Studer just stepped right on the back of Hudson's foot.
2: It probably would have been a travel if they wouldn't have called the foul. So the Eagles will keep the basketball.
1: That's Hudson's first foul, so no damage done there. First team foul in the half. McKibben with the basketball on the near wing. Up top to Baker. Baker gets it far wing to Valentine. The pass was almost stolen by Hudson Moore. Now it comes in to uh, Studer. Studer driving into the lane, kicks near side. McKibben for three. Short, no good. Rebound. Maddie puts it back up. And he got it off the glass and a foul. He's been a beast for Crawford off the bench. To be honest, I'm not sure why he's not starting instead of Fickner. Fickner hasn't even looked to score tonight. maddie has got six points and a trip to the line here. Maddie definitely much more dangerous on offense. Now Fickner is a little bit bigger. So for matchup purposes, I can see why Fickner is playing against Baden-Fort. But Maddie has got seven points now as he hits the free throw and gives the Eagles a four-point lead back. Tyler Jackson with the basketball. He gets it near wing to Depper Schmidt. Back to Jackson. Jackson is going to dribble up top. Jackson going to get it near wing to Caden Eichler. Eichler up top to Hudson Moore. Hudson's going to drive and kick far wing. Jackson, he's going to pull a three on the far wing, and it bounces a bunch of times around the rim and out. And a rebound, here come the Eagles, Studer with it, down the lane, kicks near side, Baker drives, Baker into the lane, puts it up and in.
2: And Lexington got to stay on their feet, they keep keep going to block everything, they got to stay on their feet and just uh, be straight up and down, Crawford won't make them.
1: Colonel Crawford with their biggest lead tonight of six right now. Tyler Jackson with the basketball, he gets it to Hudson-Moore. Hudson, skip pass to Jackson, Tyler Jackson up top to Caden Eichler. Eichler, he's going to drive and pull up from 15 feet. That's short, no good. Rebound comes to Carter Valentine. He falls down and gets it to Studer, who gets it ahead to Baker. Reverse layup is good. And a timeout, Lexington. Full timeout for the Minutemen. This looks just like last night, Nick. The Minutemen were blow for blow with Ashland last night till halftime, and then Ashland came out and pummeled the Minutemen. So far tonight, it's been very similar. Colonel Crawford has opened up an eight-point lead. They led by two at halftime. But uh, men and men just need to get something
2: going offensively. Yeah. It just well, and it's, it's the same story. Crawford's really packing the paint, so they're making it difficult. Lex does a lot of cross-screening down low to get their bigs open, but if they're not switching or anything, I mean, they're just literally staying home in the paint, yep. and the action's not going to be there. So it's really going to come down to the perimeter shooting once again. They're going to have to start hitting some shots from outside. Well, and
1: as the Minutemen go on throughout the season, it's going to become more and more like that. Anybody who watches film on the Minutemen is going to just start packing it in and making the Minutemen beat you from outside. And without A.J. Young here tonight, and just generally not a great three-point shooting team to begin with, the Minutemen are just really struggling to score the ball from a uh, guard standpoint. And they just get into that mode where they rely too much on their bigs. One, especially
2: if they get down double digits here that's when you really have to start pressing and then, then you take bad shots and it's a snowball effect 27-19 to 19,
1: Minutemen with the basketball, Jack Depperschmidt walks it up the floor, he gets it near wing Caden Eichler, Caden up top to Baden-Forup far wing Hudson-Moore into the corner to Jack Depperschmidt back up top Hudson-Moore to Elijah Hudson Elijah steps in, a long two, it is no good rebound Carter-Valentine Outlet to Studer, here come the Eagles, Studer down the lane, spins, lost the ball, and Kate Eichler picked it up, but he has it tipped away from behind as he was trying to run down the floor with it, and here come the Eagles, Maddie with the basketball, gets it across midcourt to Studer, Studer into the near wing to Baker, Baker dribbling against Elijah Hudson, Baker kicks it back out to Studer near midcourt, 2.45 to go, third quarter, Minutemen down eight, ball goes into the far corner, McKibben, Skips it out. Baker. He's going to drive in. Baker. And he's blocked off the backboard by Baden-Forp as he went up with it, but the ball went to Studer. Studer dribbles out near midcourt. Lost the ball, and it's going to be and over and back on Studer. 27-19. A big turnover there for the Eagles. Now we'll see if the men and men can capitalize. A little depth back into the ballgame. Alex Stepper schmidt Gage Potter also back into the ball game, and he'll walk it up the floor for the Minutemen. Gage, top of the three-point line. He takes it to the far wing now and gets it up top to Hudson Moore. Near wing, Alex Stepperschmidt dumps it in. Baden Forp going to work in the middle of the lane, puts up a little hook shot, in and out, gets his own rebound, puts it up and in, Baden Forp, And if the Minutemen men can just go down to him every time, I mean, there, nobody's stopping him tonight. And
2: like you were saying, Fickner is the one that can really go body for him, but Maddie's longer, but Baden's so much stronger than Maddie. Carter Valentine is fouled by Hudson Moore on the drive.
1: Valentine and Hudson-Moore talking a little bit now. Valentine frustrated. He's only got four points tonight. Hudson's been doing a great job really pressuring him every time he catches. Jack Depperschmidt comes in for Hudson-Moore. Studer will inbound. Comes in to Valentine. Up top to Maddie. He'll swing it. McKibben up top with it. McKibben near wing. Studer. Studer drives baseline, he gets inside, dumps it off, Valentine lays it up and in. 29-21. Colonel Crawford up eight. Gage Potter walking it up the floor for the Minutemen. Gage gets it far wing, Jack Depperschmidt. Depp up top, Caden Eichler near wing, little Depp. Gets it into the corner to Gage Potter. Nice pass to a cutting Caden Eichler who goes up off the left side and in off the glass. Got to get a stop. Caden now with six points. Minuteman down six. Studer with the basketball. Up top, Baker's going to drive in. Baker kicks out to Valentina. Deep three, long, no good. Rebound beating for him. And the ball is going to go to Alex Stepperschmidt, who stepped out of bounds with it. So Studer will inbound, 109 to go third quarter. Colonel Crawford leading by six here. Ball goes in and back to Studer. Studer with it. Studer dribbling near midcourt. 55 seconds to go third quarter. Colonel Crawford gonna hold here. They're gonna <laughs> act like Worcester, and this is again it just seems like every night I'm going to go on my soapbox of why we should have a shot clock in high school. Valentine in the lane. He's blocked by Caden Eichler and out of bounds. 45 seconds left.
2: Yeah, the shot clock would just make everything. I mean, the game would games would be so much better, and I think people need to see it to understand it. Yeah, watching these
1: teams just dribble at midcourt for a minute at a time is just not, that's not basketball. As the inbound goes deep down here near us to McKibben, and he gives it to Studer. Studer walks it up the floor for the Eagles. Now he's going to try to get into the lane. He's going to back it back out, 30 seconds left. Studer brings it out to midcourt. Studer dribbling at midcourt. If there were a shot clock in high school basketball, they would have had to shoot twice by now. Also just kind of makes me lose just an ounce of respect for any coach who does this, too. I mean, yeah. I, I understand it's, it's not a rule. You don't have to shoot. I get it. But to just hold the ball, I mean, it's just it's really not yeah. necessary. Just play basketball. This is not basketball. 29-23 as Studer was fouled, and uh, the Minutemen have a couple. Well, they still have three till Crawford is in the bonus. That foul was on Gage Potter. That's his third. McKibben will inbound. Six seconds left. They'll get it in. Valentine drives in, shoots from the free throw line, and he hit it. And that is the end of the third quarter. So Colonel Crawford holds the ball for over a minute, and they get the final bucket of the third quarter. And I just, that that is not basketball. Nevertheless, it's 31-23. Colonel Crawford with the lead here at home against Lexington on fearthevillage.com.
0: This is Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on BSBNRadio.com.
1: Well, the Minutemen have some work to do on offense. They've only scored 23 points tonight, and they have missed probably double-digit amount of layups. And we'll see if they can get something going here. 31-23. And it is Colonel Crawford basketball to start the fourth quarter, and we'll see how long they can just dribble at midcourt.
2: Ugh.
1: I mean, come on. Just you know, play basketball.
2: And it's funny because I really haven't noticed it that much until you start talking about the shot clock, and now I really start to see it every game, and it's just frustrating. Every single time. <laughs> anybody gets more than a three-point
1: lead on the Minutemen. They just hold and hold and hold. Eagles with the basketball, Matty with it, top of the three-point line. He gets it to Studer. Studer into the lane, kicks it out. Baker back to Studer. Studer on the near wing. Studer drives into the lane. He's going to, well, he traveled, but he kicked it out. They didn't call it, and a three is going to be missed by Baker. How did they not call that a travel on Studer? Here come the Minutemen. Gage Potter will walk it over the timeline. Minutemen down eight. They need a score. Potter. Gets it near wing, Depperschmidt to Gage Potter. Into the wing, uh, into the near corner, Depperschmidt. Dumps it into Baden-Farup, who lost it. Kicks it out, Gage Potter, far wing. Little Depp for three, hit it! Little Depp hits a three, men and men down five. 7.05 to go, third quarter, or excuse me, fourth quarter now. Men and men down five. Studer with the basketball in the far wing. Gets it into the corner to Baker, and they're going to call a reach-in on Jack Depperschmidt. 6.59 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen down
2: 31-26. Well, now that just gets Colonel one more more foul closer to the bonus. Well, depending on
1: how you look at it, it could be a good thing. If the Minutemen do, (laughs) if it comes down to fouls, they won't have to waste much time fouling because Colonel Crawford's going to be in the bonus here in two more fouls. Baker with the basketball, gets it near wing to Maddie. Maddie to Valentine. Valentine on the near wing, driving in, pulls up, a long two, and he hit it. 33-26, Valentine with 10 now. Little Depp with the basketball on the near wing. He drives up top. Little Depp gets it far wing to his brother Jack Depperschmidt, trying to dump it into baden for A pass was stolen by Maddie. Here comes Studer with it. Studer. Into the lane, kicks it out, Valentine a three, that's long, no good. A rebound falls to Maddie, and he gets it to Baker, a long two, no good. Rebound, Studer missed a layup, and eventually the Minutemen are going to get the ball here, and here comes Hudson Moore. Hudson Moore on the near wing, driving into the lane. Hudson Moore throws up a runner, and he gets the roll. Minutemen down five. Hudson Moore with his first two points of the night. Studer with the basketball far wing, up top to Baker. Baker gets into the lane. He's going to spin, and he's going to kick it out to McKibben. McKibben, far wing, Studer, being guarded by Caden Eichler. Into the lane, Studer throws it up and in, and a foul. And that's the sixth team foul on Lexington. Meanwhile, Colonel Crawford has only committed two somehow. And if Studer, I mean when you're all Ohio, as we've mentioned before, Luke Denbo gets every call. Micah McKee from Worcester gets every call, and now we've seen Studer tonight. That's about his third or fourth and one attempt, and he hits this one. Colonel Crawford up eight. So between holding the ball for an enormously long time and Studer getting the calls that all Ohioans get, uh, this has been a tough one for the Minutemen as they're down eight. Hudson Moore with the basketball. On the elbow, he kicks it out. Jack Depperschmidt thought about a three. Now he drives. He's going to kick out to Hudson Moore. He's going to pull a three on the far wing. That's short, no good. Rebound beating for him. He's going to go up with it and in, and I'm not sure how you don't call a foul on that. He's getting slapped every time he touches the ball. Minutemen down six, 5'10 to go in the ball game. Here comes Studer down the lane. He crosses over behind the back, pulls up a little short jumper is good. Studer now with 17. Minutemen down eight again. Alex Depperschmidt with the basketball. He gets it near wing to Eichler. Up top, Hudson Moore. Hudson, far wing, Jack Depperschmidt up top, and we're going to have a moving screen on Baden for him. That's eight fouls now on the Minutemen. Meanwhile, the Eagles have two.
2: Home cooking?
1: Unbelievable. (laughs) Now, like Nick said, you don't notice these things till you start coming to games. We've been going to every Lex game now for three years, and it's it's really unbelievable some of the
2: things we see. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. I mean, with just the success Lexington's had in the past and, and whatnot, they always have the big target on their backs. I mean, when, when teams schedule Lexington, they, they want to beat them, and everyone is against them. That's how it's always been. So,
1: there's a full timeout here. And the Minutemen men trailing by eight 38 to 30. And unless they can get something going offensively, you got to get the ball down to Baden for it, but it's been so hard. And even when he gets the ball he's down low, hammered. he is just getting slapped <laughs> all no. over the place and not getting called. So it's it's uh, it's really hard to continue trying to get it down to him when you're either turning it over or not getting a foul call. I mean, it's it has not been a productive night down low for the Minutemen. Although Baden does have 10, but he's earned it mainly on offensive rebounds and putbacks. We'll see if the Minutemen can get a stop here. They need a big one. If Colonel Crawford scores here, this is going to be a difficult one to come from behind in. And any minute now, Colonel Crawford's just going to start holding the basketball, too. As the ball comes into McKibben, now to Studer. 4.45 to go in the ballgame, 38-30. Colonel Crawford with an eight-point lead. They'll bring it over the timeline. They'll get it to Fickner. Fickner up top. Baker for three, and it is good. Oh, that's the one they finally hit. Someone other than Studer. 4.30 to go. Minutemen down 11. And if they don't score here, Crawford's definitely going to start holding the basketball. Tyler Jackson with it up top. Hudson Moore. Near wing, Gage Potter. He'll dump it into Baden Forup. Baden gets it into Gage Potter. He skips it out far wing. Tyler Jackson drives in. He's going to kick it. Baden Forup from 14 feet away. Bricked it. No good. And we're going to have an over the back call as Hudson Moore went up for the rebound. And they're going to get. Valentine for the foul. That's only his first. No surprise there. I mean, I'm not sure. Crawford may have still single-digit fouls in the ball game. Elijah Hudson into the game. He takes the inbound and gets it to Hudson Moore. Hudson dribbling at the free throw line. He's going to turn and put it up, and he was fouled. And Hudson Moore will
2: head to the line and Hudson just getting I mean destroyed I mean he really for them to make the call he had to fight it up to even get it up to the rim I mean golly
1: Hudson with a quiet night tonight he's got two first free throw short no good the minute men just again tonight can't get out of their own way missed layups Lack of offense. This is a team that put up 73 points at Ashland just a month ago, and now they're struggling to get to 50 on a nightly basis. Hudson-Moore back to the line for the second shot. And it is no good. Rebound, McKibben, or excuse me, Baker. Ball comes to Studer. And, yep, Colonel Crawford going to go into the four-corner offense here, and they'll no doubt hold the ball. Studer dribbling around. Studer being double teamed, gets it to Valentine. Skip pass way into the corner to Fickner, and Fickner's going to travel with it. Nope, they're going to call a foul on Tyler Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fickner caught the ball and fell down, and they didn't call a travel. They called a foul on Tyler Jackson.
2: Well, now, now Fickner going to be shooting free throws, which, like you said, Could be a good thing for Lex, but they gotta get something going offensively or else, I mean, they don't have enough time.
1: So Fickner, one and one, hits the first. That's his first point of the night. Second free throw for Fickner is no good. And Studer gets the rebound. And he dribbles it out, gets it to McKibben. McKibben to Studer. Studer being double teamed. And they're going to call a foul on Elijah Hudson.
2: <laughs> well, and like you said, Crawford already in stall mode with 330 left to go in the game. I'm surprised it didn't start earlier, to be honest. That
1: just should never be – that should not be happening in high school basketball. You should not be holding the ball with four minutes to go in a game up by 12. And the shot clock is so necessary. Free throw. Studer missed it. Rebound Baden four up. And he gets it to Gage Potter. Potter up the floor to Tyler Jackson on the far wing. Jackson bringing it out. He'll set up the offense. He's going to take it. To the far wing, he's going to pull up from the elbow now. That's short, no good. Rebound Caden Eichler up underneath. He's going to put it up, and he was fouled. No call. My goodness. Caden Eichler was hacked there, barely even got the ball up to the rim. And now on the other end, Baker's going to miss a long two. Rebound Caden Eichler. And we are going to have a technical foul on somebody from Colonel Crawford. And I think it's on Studer. And I'm not sure why he's complaining. <laughs> you're up by 12, and you're getting every oh, it's call. Oh, Fickner. And Fickner, okay. So that'll be Fickner's fourth.
2: What? So
1: now here for the Minutemen, men, Elijah Hudson's going to shoot the t free throws. you got to hit these, and then yeah. you get the ball back. 2.59 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen down 12.
2: Oh, yeah, and like you said, I'm not sure what there's to complain about if you're Crawford. I mean, you're getting away with a lot on the defensive end. You're getting away with a lot. Elijah Hudson misses the free throw.
1: They'll get another one. Minutemen down 12. They need this. Elijah Hudson hits the second one. And the Minutemen will get the ball. And a score here is pretty much necessary. I mean, it's it's a... uh, must score possession for the minute men. Preferably an and one. It's about time the Minutemen are due for one. Gage Potter with the basketball. He's going to bring it near sideline. Jack Depperschmidt will hand it back off to him into the corner. Eichler gets it down to Baden-Forp in the lane. He's going to go up with it and in. Baden-Forp gets it to go. And the Minutemen down nine, 2.45 to go. Studer with the basketball, dribbling over midcourt. He's going to take it against Gage Potter. He's going to be double teamed, and they'll get it out of there to McKibben, to Maddie, back out to Studer. Studer into the lane, dribbling around still. Studer gets it into the corner to Maddie. Maddie stuck with it, and Kate Eichler couldn't get that pass out at midcourt, but underneath the Eagles lose it, and Valentine just happens to be there and lays it in. Should have been a steal for the Minutemen instead, a layup for Valentine on the near end. Elijah Hudson has it. He's going to step into a long two. He missed it. Rebound, baiting for up and a foul underneath on Maddie, and that does no good at this point. I mean that's been happening the entire game, and calling it now does absolutely no good. That is the sixth team foul. Minutemen still not in the bonus. 2:06 to go in the ball game. 44-33. Crawford up 11. Gage Potter will inbound. Gage gets it into Baden-Forup. Up top, Hudson Moore. Far wing, Jack Depper-Schmidt. He dumps it in, Baden-Forup. Baden going to go up and off the glass. Missed it, and there was Abda- How in the world is that not a foul? I cannot believe what I'm seeing here at Colonel Crawford tonight, to be honest with you, and we're standing right under the hoop. As the Minutemen get a steal, Caden Eichler trying to get it ahead to Jack Depperschmidt. It's tipped out of bounds by Studer. How in the world have more fouls not been called when Baden Forup has the ball? Because
2: he's Seeing bigger it, than everybody I else. Mean, we're,
1: <laughs> we're 10 feet away under the hoop right here.
2: Well, and he's getting it is hammered. unreal. I mean, he's getting hammered every time he touches.
1: 44 33, Minutemen down 11, 148 to go in the ballgame. They got to get a bucket quickly here. Little depp with the basketball, gets it to his brother on the far wing. Jack Depperschmidt hits a three. Minuteman down eight. 140 to go. Ball comes into Studer. Studer gonna be double teamed. He gets it ahead to Valentine. Cross court pass to McKibben. McKibben gonna be trapped. And he's gonna get it out of there to Baker. Baker up top to Studer. Studer dribbling, gets it near side to McKibben. McKibben into the corner to Maddie. Maddie is gonna be fouled by baden up, and now Colonel Crawford in the double bonus. I think Baden might have been trying to foul on that one but my goodness.
2: Well now he's gotta be careful
1: doing that anymore cause he's got three. Men and men down eight, Maddie gets two shots here. He's one for two from the line and he's got seven points. First free throw is no good. So if you're the Minutemen here, you got to just get down the floor and try to get a layup, and hopefully you can get one of these calls. I mean, you're due for a call down low. Second free throw for Maddie is good. Minutemen down nine, 119 to go. Inbound comes to Jack Depperschmidt. He'll rush it up the floor. Jack at midcourt. He's going to take a three from the top of the three-point line. Jack missed it, rebound, and an over-the-back is called on Baden for it. Rebound Maddie, and he'll head back to the line. 109 to go, Minutemen down nine, Maddie back to the line, he's got eight, he's two for four from the line. First free throw is good, not going to miss him now. Minutemen down ten, Maddie with nine points. Second free throw is good. Men and Men down 11. Here they come. Depper Schmidt down the floor with it. He's going to drive. Depper Schmidt in the lane, kicks it out to his brother Alex. He's going to step into a 15-footer. That's long, no good. Rebound put back by Baden. Four up is good. And now, did we not call it, Nick? We've been saying that for five minutes. <laughs> they now the they're going to get the call.
2: Well, they give him the one that he barely gets hit on. <laughs> I mean, my
1: he's gotten pummeled much harder than that tonight and they give him the most ridiculous call
5: I mean, he barely got touched Gosh.
1: the irony is it just never it just never ceases to amaze me Nick it's unbelievable so Baden with 14 will head to the line Minutemen down 9 try to miss on purpose here <laughs> try to get another possession oh, my goodness i don't know man he missed it rebound and they're gonna call a foul on Hudson Moore
5: as Baker fell down with the basketball on the rebound oh my goodness gracious he fell down
1: he fell down and Hudson didn't do anything oh my goodness <laughs> and that was right in front of us I, literally I don't I don't know anymore I I've said it a billion times. The OHSAA wants to complain that they don't have any refs, but when the refs make calls like this and fans complain and they don't want to be refs anymore, they only have themselves to blame. That is an absolutely atrocious call. Baker went up for the rebound. I mean, he skied for it. He got up there and came down awkwardly and just kind of fell down. Hudson Moore was there, but Hudson did not foul him. Baker came down on top of Hudson. And he hits both free throws, Minutemen down 11, 55 seconds to go. Caden Eichler with the ball on the wing. Eichler into the lane, has it tipped away and stolen by Studer. And that's pretty much going to be the ball game as Studer dribbling now gets it to Valentine. Valentine skips it to McKibben. McKibben being trapped and a timeout, Colonel Crawford.
5: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 49-38,
1: Minutemen down 11, 36 seconds to go. Minutemen just struggling lately offensively. I mean, they missed a lot of layups in that first half, and that was the difference in the game. Had the Minutemen gone in up 8 or 10 at half the way they should have been, this would have uh, probably been a much different outcome. But Minutemen went into halftime trailing by 2. And now they trail it by 11 with 36 seconds to go. And how in the world, Nick, do you score 16 in the first half and you've already got 22 here in the second half? I know one thing. Playing against the high-octane offenses that the Minutemen do, they have got to start putting up more points. Yeah. The, the, the slow offense yeah. that they play is just not going to get the job done It. They're just, so, you know what? Wow. The team that I that scares the death that scares me to death in the district is Mansfield Senior. I, oh yeah, a rematch there, and we're gonna get a rematch here in the regular season. But
2: they're, yeah, they're tough. I and mean. then
1: Shelby as well. They put up points. Those are two teams I would not want to play in the uh, in the sectional or the district because the way the Minutemen are <laughs> struggling to score right now. Those are two opponents that uh, I would not want to play if I were the Minutemen. 49-38, Colonel Crawford with an 11-point lead, 36 seconds left in the ballgame. The Minutemen in danger of their first two-game losing streak of the year here. Baker gets it in to Studer. Studer. Being triple teamed, gets it down the floor to Valentine, who's going to drive in, and he traveled, but no call. He's still underneath, traveling all over the place, and calls a timeout. (laughs) Uh. Another full timeout, Colonel Crawford. I mean, (laughs) just keep adding salt to the wounds, Nick. They want to go four corners and hold the ball for four minutes and then call timeouts with 25 seconds left up 11. Just let Lexington foul you. Let's shoot free throws and get out of here. This is an extremely similar situation to the Worcester game. Worcester was up double digits with a, under a minute to go and just didn't want to leave the gym. 49-38, Minutemen down 11, 26 seconds to go. Colonel Crawford will inbound. And they'll inbound from underneath their own hoop and no doubt hold the ball here. And if I were the Minutemen at this point, you just probably want to let them dribble the ball out. <laughs> Colonel Crawford's going to take another timeout. My goodness.
2: More salt in the wounds, man. How in the world did they... have s- easily just thrown it deep and get it over with. Well, how
1: in the world do they still have one timeout left? I know it. add the shot clock and take a timeout away. That's the two rules that should be changed next year. There's way too many timeouts and there's way too many uh, too much holding the ball. I don't even care if you put a one, a, a 60 second shot clocks better than nothing right now. As Colonel Crawford still struggling to get the ball in, but they do, Maddie with it, gets it out to Studer. Studer dribbling around, and he's fouled. So the foul is going to be on hudson Moore's had a tough one tonight. Only got two points. That's his fourth foul, and it's clear that... uh, Hudson is the engine that makes this offense go. If he doesn't have it going on, the Minutemen are in danger. Because yeah. Baden will get you – he's going to get you double digits every night no matter what. Yeah. Hudson is the key to this offense. And as the season goes on, more and more teams are just going to start locking in on Hudson more And they have tonight. As Studer hit both, Colonel Crawford up 13. Elijah Hudson going to shoot a three on the near wing, missed everything, rebound. Valentine and Colonel Crawford will dribble the ball out. Colonel Crawford going to move to 12-0. Lexington going to fall to 10-4 and with a tough weekend. They've lost two in a row this weekend. 51-38 to final. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with stats and final scores from around North Central Ohio. Men and Men drop their second of the weekend. Their first two-game losing streak of the year, 51-38, a final score here from Colonel Crawford on
3: PeerTheVillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the LifeSport team, give them a call. 419 419- Five two two twenty
4: twenty. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since two thousand three. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington, and online at b electric of oh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor of lexington basketball on vsbn radio hear every play
5: he's to the 30 through a hole 25 20 15 he's gone 10 5 touchdown minute man
3: catch every highlight
5: J.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off. Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands.
3: View exciting photos.
5: Kate Nykler goes up and picks it off.
3: Everything you need to stay up-to-date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network.
1: Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington, with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete access, a proud supporter of Lexington Minutemen Basketball, on fearthevillage.com. This is
0: Lexington basketball coach Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to the Minutemen on vsbnradio.com.
1: Back here inside Mac Morrison Gymnasium, where the... Colonel Crawford Eagles improved to 12 0 with a win over Lexington tonight, 51 38. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier, with you, FearTheVillage.com. Post game show, Nick has final stats for you tonight, Nick.
2: Yeah, like Corey said, a tough one tonight here for the Minutemen, falling 51 38 to the Colonel Crawford Eagles. Uh, some quick stats here Mason Studer for the Eagles led all scores. He had 19. He was 7 uh, 12 from the field, 1 for 4 from 3. He also had six rebounds. Uh, other scores, Carter Valentine. 14 points, 13 rebounds. I mean, he he really was rebounding really well down the stretch, and he was the engine that made him go. Jacob Maddy, he was the uh, big surprise off the bench for the Eagles tonight. He had eight points uh, because of, uh, I believe it was, yeah, uh, Fickner was in foul trouble. And uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Hold on here one second. Losing my train of thought. Maddy was able to come in and get a lot of good minutes there for the Eagles. Uh, scores for the Minutemen, Baden-Forpe. He led all scores for the Lex tonight. Uh, he had 14 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, Elijah Hudson was seven off the bench. Hudson Moore with two points, four rebounds. Tyler Jackson and Alex Depperschmidt and Jack Depperschmidt, all three of them with three points tonight. And Cade Neichler with six points and six rebounds. Uh, Lex had nine turnovers in that second half, so they ended up with 13 turnovers overall. Uh... I mean, Crawford didn't really pre- press much at all. I mean, it was just man-to-man defense. They were up in your face, and Lex uh, did, didn't get a lot of calls down the stretch down here on our end of the offensively. But, I mean, when you go on the road, you got to be ready for that, and, I mean, it's just tough sledding, especially when Crawford starts to hold the ball with three, three thirty, four minutes left to go in the game, and that's just when it makes it difficult for Lex really to get a, get a groove offensively, and they weren't able to find it tonight few scores from around the area.
1: Crestview right now leads at halftime at Norwalk-St. Paul, 35-26. It is halftime at Tiffin-Columbian, where we head next Saturday night. The Tornadoes tied with Willard, 24-all. Uh, Sandusky and Fremont-Ross tied in the first quarter at 15. Ridgemont beat Mohawk today, 70-50. Upper Sandusky, 59. Kenton, 42. Bluffton over Carey, 50-49. It was Mount Vernon blowing out Olentangy Berlin, 60-43, to and Monroeville beat New London, 60-31. to uh, The Minutemen Men are next in action on Tuesday night at Madison. That is the one game of the year where it's hit or miss for us. Not sure if we're going to be there quite yet. They don't have a great signal to get a feed out of there to uh, stream the game for you guys live. Uh, so we'll see about Tuesday night. But uh, for sure next weekend we will make the trip to Tiffin as the Minutemen take on Tiffin-Columbian next Saturday evening. So for sure we'll be there. Not positive we'll be there for you on Tuesday night. That's the one game every year where uh, if we miss a game, it's usually that one. Uh, so we'll uh, keep you updated on that on social media. Thank you to Rachel and Kayla Urban, both on the sidelines tonight, getting you great content for social media at uh, VSBN Radio on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, VSBN TV on YouTube. Uh, Thank you to my statistician and color commentator, Nick Lazor, tonight. And uh, I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, the Minutemen fall to 10-4 overall this year. They're still 5-2 in the OCC and in first place in the conference, but they lose tonight to the now 12-0 Colonel Crawford Eagles, who are 7-0 in the Northern 10 Conference. Final score tonight, Colonel Crawford 51, Lexington 38. Have a good rest of your weekend, everybody, and thank you for listening in to fearthevillage.com.